Now that we're through with the basics on campaign planning and how you would measure the performance of your campaigns, let's get to the key aspect, actually running it to see the results that you want. Hi guys, glad you're here with us for the sixth lesson of AdTech for Beginners. Satyam is back with us for the final session in the campaign series. And in this episode, he's going to be sharing with us his tips for the best ways to set up your campaigns and monitor and optimize them while they're live. Hi Satyam, it's good to have you back again. Hello Bhavya, glad to be here again too. And let's get this started. <laughs> I like the excitement. Running campaigns must really get you all charged up. Do you find it fun? Well, it's sort of like running a bunch of experiments. So you design an experiment, run your first round, modify a variable, see what effect that change has, then you make another change, see what that change does, and so on until the goal summit. Hmm, sounds more like a science. Yes, science, but it's an art too. And it's not an art that can't be learned. Yeah, I'm learning. So the first step which we covered in lesson four is getting the campaign planned out. If the discussions have gone right, we'd have all the seven contributing elements in place. First, the campaign budget, then the campaign duration. Third was the goals, objectives and key performance indicators or KPIs. Fourth, the target audience. Fifth was the approximate pricing, sixth the medium mix, and seventh the delivery methods which are based on impressions or conversions. Now, what do you mean by the delivery methods again? The delivery method is the way that the advertiser will pay for the publisher's ad slot. So, cost can be per thousand impression, which we call CPM or cost per meal, cost per click, CPC, or cost per action or acquisition, which is CPA. The action can include the downloads, install, form fill, or transaction. So it basically tells the mode of buying the ad space or delivering the ad, and based on the delivery method, the cost or revenue will be calculated. Ah, all right. So cost per install, CPI, or cost per download, CPD, are actually both variations of CPA. Hmm. Cool. So what do we do now that we have all these elements in place? Okay, so once the insertion order has been signed off by the advertiser, like as an approval to run the campaign, we generally receive four campaign assets, which are the media plan or insertion order, the creatives, the landing pages, and the impression or click trackers. Impression or click trackers meaning pixels? Well, pixels are usually script. Here we receive any impression or click tracking URLs or links which the advertiser provides from an external tracking partner. So whenever an impression or click occurs, the URL is called and the impression or click is counted by the tracking partner. 
Okay, so you have this tracking partner also providing you with counts of impressions and clicks that you can match up with the platform reporting to avoid any discrepancies. Sounds good. What's next? In the media plan, we first see if there are any budget commitments for any of the targeting variables, which are country, format, OS, devices, and ad size. If there are any country-specific budgets, let's say, then we will create campaigns as per the countries to be targeted and with budgets as per the media plan. If there are no budget constraints, then we will approach the campaign split in a way which is easier to manage the budget and collect data for reporting and analysis. If there are multiple countries to be targeted, splitting campaigns on the basis of countries would be a good idea when it comes to managing campaigns. Similarly, splitting campaigns by ad format will help in making optimizations specific to the ad format in question. Okay, how do you decide how many campaigns to run and what parameters or variables each campaign will run by? Campaigns will have different goals and KPIs. Hence, campaign setup should be customized in a way to apply optimizations easily. You obviously also want to factor in the capabilities of the platform or the tech stack you are using and any limitations you may face there. Most platforms will have some settings that can be applied over the entire campaign like frequency cap and budget and the rest of the settings would be ad specific like site list or devices or traffic source. Oh, can you work us through an example? Sure. Let's take for instance, we have a campaign where we need to spend $2,000 between India and US for banner and video formats. We need to split the budget evenly between the formats, so $1,000 each, but we need to spend $1,500 in US and $500 in India. Mm -hmm. There are multiple ways to approach this campaign setup, like four campaigns, US banner for $750, US video for $750, and India banner and India video for 250 each. My recommendation and approach would be to set up one US campaign for $1,500 and one Indian campaign for $500. In each campaign, I would have one ad for video and another ad for banner creatives and set the format specific budget at the ad level. Okay. The optimization for Indian audience will be different compared to the audience for US. The optimization I apply for Indian campaign will be applicable for both banner and video ads. So this setup makes it easier for me to apply geo-specific optimizations like frequency cap at the campaign level and any other optimizations at the ad level. But if I had split the campaign by format first with one for video and one for banner, then I would have had to individually apply any optimizations for geography at the ad level as well. Mm. Setting up the campaign without any frequency cap or very specific targeting will help the campaign get more traction so you will have more data to work with for the first set of optimizations. Using a low budget in the initial days before the first set of optimization will help to keep any losses to a minimum. At the end, the campaign setup should be easy to manage the ads comprehend the reporting and apply the optimization strategy based on the data. And that's it? Good to go live? Well, not quite yet. Internal resources for larger teams need to be aligned and briefed about the campaign execution so that the roles and responsibilities are clear. 
we should also make sure that the campaign execution process is monitored for the campaigns to go live on time and to gain visibility on any unaccounted hindrances. Okay, so we're finally live now. Yay! I'm kidding. <laughs> Once a campaign goes live, what are some of the first things you look for while it's running? So we check to see if the platform has started burning campaign budget. This shows that the campaign is live and is spending on impressions or clicks depending on the chosen delivery method. In Critter's platform, we have a fast path report which is updated every 5 minutes. So we check this report to see if the campaign has started delivering impressions. If we are using the external tracking URLs, then even those should start receiving some pings as the campaign runs, which can also be seen in the tracking partners console. Okay, so you're checking to see if the campaign is live or not. Now, what are some of the variables you change during the campaign to optimize its performance? Well, for the optimization, we take a look at what is available in the targeting settings. These are not ordered in any particular fashion, but we typically optimize the site list, which defines all the sites that the ad can either run on or be blocked on. We also look at the device type like mobile, desktop, tablet, or connected TV. We also consider time of the day or the days of the week during which the ad gained maximum response and target those peak hours or days. We can also use frequency caps, any specific geographies, specific exchanges, and so on. It majorly depends on which ad serving platform you are using and what targeting features are available. If you have access to DMPs, which are data management platforms, or you have your own first-party data, then you can also do user-based optimizations. So previously, you said optimizations for US and India would be different. In what ways and why would these differ? Okay, so this is based more on observations now. So Geo actually plays a major role when it comes to the audience psychology or behavior largely so due to the cultural differences. Not to stereotype, but a US audience would be more likely to engage in an ad that implies a gain in comfort or an improvement in quality of life. Whereas an Indian audience may be more likely to engage with an ad that promises a quantifiable gain or ROI of some kind. Hmm, that kind of actually makes sense. So how do you actually go about optimizations for the remainder of the campaign? So there are three things to always keep in mind when it comes to running a campaign. Firstly, any changes you make to the campaign need to be tracked. This is crucial to monitor the effects of any changes made to the campaign during its course. Next, space out the changes made to the campaign. Enough time should pass for that change to actually have some impact on the campaign results, spend or any other campaign data being collected. The changes should not be too frequent because they might require time to show the true effects. Okay, so how long do you typically leave between modifications to the campaign settings? Great question. It actually brings me right to the third thing to keep in mind. There really is no right time to optimize. It doesn't need to be every day and it also shouldn't be only once in a month. Checking on the campaign once or twice every week as it runs its course should be sufficient to begin with. Like I said, the most important thing is to watch the impact on the campaign of one modification 
before you actually jump on to the next modification. If you see impact in 3 days, then you can optimize just after 3 days. If you see impact only after 2 weeks, then you should wait it out and optimize only after 2 weeks. Okay, so we need to track the changes, leave enough time between the changes and make changes only when appropriate. Now, when is a good time to make that first set of optimizations? On this, data is the new oil. So I would say a good time to apply the first set of optimization is when the campaign has collected enough data to work with. Again, the amount of data needed to plan for the optimization tactic is subjective to the duration or budget of the campaign. For a year-long campaign, I'll let it gain exposure for two weeks at least before I decide to make any changes. To speak in context of budget, data collected after spending 15-20% to 20% of the total campaign budget should be good enough to make solid statistical reductions. So you're saying it's a good idea to take a very data-driven approach. That's great. And this is where we want to put all those quantifiable metrics into play. Well, yes. After making the first set of changes, evaluate the effect of those changes, both the good and the bad. If there are no positive effects, the changes can be rolled back. This is another reason that it helps to keep track. You will know what changes to undo. Now, can the optimization techniques, the steps to improve campaign performance, can they vary depending on the delivery method of the campaign? Like if I wanted to achieve higher awareness versus a higher number of conversions? Yes, of course it can. We had talked about branding and performance campaigns a couple of weeks back. And this is where the approach to optimization can differ slightly. For branding campaign, we usually operate on CPM and for performance it can be CPC, CPD, CPI or CPA. The core concept of a branding campaign is to reach out to the masses with the advertiser's message, product or service. The audience again is very specifically targeted. The objective of a performance campaign is to identify the users who would be interested in the advertiser's product or services and then leverage them into the conversion funnel. To sum up, in a branding campaign, you already know or have an idea of your audience group, while in performance campaign, you identify the audience that is interested in the advertiser's offerings. Hmm, that seems a bit counterintuitive. I always imagined that a branding campaign would be broadly targeted because the sole goal is awareness. And because for performance campaigns, the platform would charge the advertiser only for every click or conversion, but still pay the publishers for all of the impressions, whether they're being clicked or acted on or not, it would make sense to narrow the targeting down just to those users that have the highest chance of conversion, wouldn't it? Well, that was my thought too when I started out. You can think about it this way actually. Let's say a restaurant has branches in six cities. They would run their branding campaigns only in those cities to get the locals to visit the restaurant, right? It would be financially inefficient to advertise across the entire country or globe. Now let's say the same brand wanted to figure out which countries or cities to open up branches next. They would run a performance campaign and target this countrywide or globally to see which geos give them the largest number of clicks. 
Clicks would indicate interest and help the brand identify the next country or city as the target markets. Ah, that also makes sense. Performance campaigns can be used to gauge user interest too. So now when you're optimizing, how many variables can you change at a time? I would suggest one at a time or maximum two. One is better because any effect from the change can be directly linked back to the variable. In the rare cases that two variables needed to be changed, the variables must not affect each other. For instance, if you have applied a strict frequency cap and a departing and you see that your daily delivery has reduced, you cannot say which change has caused the negative effect. One way to find out the underperforming change would be to remove the frequency cap and retest for the next couple of days or to remove the departing and test for the next couple of days. So you see, applying too many changes together may cause a delay in the optimization process itself. Knowing the interactions between the variables comes with experience. So as a rule of thumb for the beginners, I would say only one variable at a time. All right, noted. So to measure the effects of the changes, reporting would be your starting place, yeah? Yes, of course. What are some of the things that you look for in the reporting that can help you to evaluate? Reporting should probably be its own lesson, but I'll cover a couple of basics here. As discussed in the previous lesson, the first thing a user can do to the ad after viewing it is clicking on it. So the first metric we'll look at is the click rate or what we call as CTR. We evaluate CTR for different combinations of parameters. CTR stands for? CTR stands for click-through rate. Next thing is the cost to click ratio. That is the average cost of clicks for let's say domains or ad sizes. This will help in weeding out the underperforming targeting settings and those that are consuming the budget without much gain. Okay. Any major challenges or difficulties that our listeners should keep an eye out for? Yes, just a couple of things. Sometimes a bidder is used to figure out the best bid for an ad slot in an auction. Bidders can either bid at a particular amount that you tell them to or they can optimize the bid based on a maximum bid, also known as a bid roof. In case the bidder is in use, there can be a tendency to let the algorithms do all the work for you. The best results are seen when the system is still monitored by humans or AI, which is still in the works. There are certain nuances in a campaign manager's familiarity with a target audience that just can't be seen from a bidder algorithm. Don't get me wrong, bidding algorithms are still great for avoiding manual work in changing bids every minute, every hour or every day, but some human supervision with the automation is the best recipe for a successful campaign. So a little tech and a little human touch. Sounds good. Satyam, I think that about wraps it up for campaign optimization. We've covered everything at the beginner level. Thank you for joining me here. It was an absolute pleasure having you on the podcast for the campaign series. Well, sure, Bhavya. Thanks for all of this. It was great experience recording these episodes. Anytime. We'll have you back soon. All right, everyone. That's the last in the campaign trial with Satyam Devecha, AdOps consultant for Critter Software. 
Be sure to join us in the next lesson for a full lowdown of all the different ad formats and creatives. If you'd like to share your thoughts, comments, and feedback, drop us an email at contact at critter.in. We're on Twitter too, so send us a tweet at Tweeting Critter. Signing off for now, this is your host, Bhavya Rangaramanujan on AdTech for Beginners.